Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association. Missouri produces wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details on the variety of products made in the state are at ChooseWood.com. This is St. Louis on the Air from St. Louis Public Radio. I'm Elaine Cha. Back in December, we featured a St. Louis couple about their plans to build a 420-square-foot tiny house, an attached urban farm, and to do so with all-volunteer labor and recycled materials. Their story was a huge hit on our social media channels, and we've been following their work with a mind to share how their Benton Park West tiny house project is progressing. And today, we're happy to welcome Dwayne Tiggs and Ricky Watts back to the studio to share what's up, literally, with that project. Ricky, it takes so great to see you again. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Now, the last time you two dropped in to provide an update was the first half of April. It was about four months after we first talked with you. And at that point in the spring, you'd nearly completed the foundation of the house and there were berries and grapes peeking through the soil. Tiggs, when it comes to the house, what is now happening? We mentioned the roof in our promos. Yeah, we've, uh, through the, the help of vol- several volunteer build days and getting at it, we've got the walls up, uh, the roof is on, the uh, sheeting is going up. I think we're one one wall away from completing the rest of the sheeting and uh, and then uh, looking to call for our inspection, for our framing inspection, and move on from there. Wow. Um, and starting to do the exterior finishes and interior finishes, you know. Um, Have there been any hiccups along the way? Uh, you know, a few. The house is uh, three and a half feet taller. Um, <laughs> That's so. almost as tall as I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, the, uh, the, the plumber action is uh, a little sparse these days, hard to get a hold of one. Um, so uh, we wanted to make sure we, we came correct and had the project available for the community on build day. So we made some uh, design changes and took them to the city and, and utilized uh, about 200 uh, recycled cinder blocks to do it. Wow. Um, and then um, put in a joist floor and framed up on top of that. And, mm-hmm. and so we're trucking along, still yeah. uh, waiting on a plumber. <laughs> Still waiting on a plumber. So that that word is now out. Uh, Ricky, what's happening with the the garden? A lot. There's so much going on. We have uh, tomatoes and peppers and a bunch of perennials. I'm putting a bunch of flowers. Sunflowers are peeking up. And um, we have service berries. We just trellis the grapes, which looks really cool. Yeah. I'm excited. It's only going to get better. So is there so much that it, it is difficult to harvest? How does that work? Uh, watering has been the biggest challenge because we have a water cistern on the back of the house across the street. So once we get the roof on, we're going to move it over and it'll be less carrying buckets, which will be really nice. Okay. And are your kids now helping with the, the garden and the house in ways that they couldn't when they were in school? Yeah, um, they're out of school and they're high energy, so they've been out helping with watering and planting and um, we're working on identifying different plants in the garden and neighbors' gardens and native plants and they're pretty good at it in different uses. Well, and speaking of some of the plants, last time you were here and just now you'd mentioned service berries. What are those? 
Uh, service fairies are wonderful. They're only ripe about a week at the end of May, beginning of June. Uh, they're also called June berries, and they're bright red and really juicy and sweet. So to get all of this work done, I mean, with any project, especially one that involves making things um, in community, there are a few folks who aren't necessarily down with what's going on, but you all have had much more positivity, like people who've been really supportive. Uh, Tiggs, tell me about a couple of the people who've come through to help. Yeah, it's uh, it's uh, interesting all day long. Uh, people engage with you. Some people want to watch. Some people want to help. Some people, uh, they want to just, you know, give you um, uh, criticisms, as it were, <laughs> okay. um, how, how they think that should be done. Um, but yeah, I, I, you know, some people are really manic about getting in and helping you and, uh, and they are just like, Hey, oh, I just need a friend right now. So okay. it's, it's really, it's a really fun engagement project from not only the people in the neighborhood, but the people who have been super generous and donating, you know, materials. Um, and, uh, you know, you end up helping them. We have one where they've been donating some sandstone to us and, and then the guy was like, yo, my a tree fell down in the backyard and you had chainsaws. I was like, yo, tool over here, we got you, you know? Uh-huh. And, and so we were able to like also help community outside of them only helping us. So okay. it's, it's, we're building relationships. Great, um, great. And it's really, it's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Now, workshops is also part of what you are offering as a way to, to teach people in the community to do things. What is happening on the workshops front? Maybe either garden related or construction so as we get closer so um this is one of the challenges of the liability you know you don't want to you know 20 people up on a roof sure Um, so uh i think where for me i can speak in the construction part uh uh is like focusing on say like the mosaic tile aspects um we had um a small little group of gals come through and they did all the corbeling scrolling for the second deck in the house. So when you go in, there's mm-hmm. this really nice little detail um, that they learned how to use a saber saw or a jigsaw and, you know, scribe it out and and then what they were being utilized for. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was like a lot of fun. Um, so really trying to like go forward and break up, compartmentalize the project and make like little, little micro shops, like a mosaic studio mm-hmm. um, or it could be like a cabinet studio. Um, some of these more tangible, smaller projects that people can expand from and out of. Yeah. Um, and then the garden front? Yeah, um, it's been really nice having so many neighbors and people come by and want to talk about the plants and offer suggestions on, you know, if something isn't doing well, how to help it out. Mm -hmm. The whole project, it's just been really beautiful how many people have been involved and given their input and time. Is there something in particular that uh, you've learned from a community member who's, who's walked by that you've been able to sort of put into practice right away? Hmm. That's a good question. Huh? I mean, it's like it's just a broad range, you know, like um, like we have an older guy, Ben, who's retired and, you know, he's he's like, I always wanted to build my own house. And, you know, I can see that being done. Um, and so it's really inspiring to see people in different stages of their life because we got younger people, too, who are just starting off and are mm-hmm. like, well, what direction do I go? Oh, wait, we can do this. And so. I think that 40 Acre and a Mule Dream is really tangible with this project. I think it's inspiring people to go beyond their limits and, 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 and go after it. It's kind of yeah. cool. 
what do you have planned for when the house is complete? Do do you have kind of an idea of when that will be, Ricky? Um, well, Tex always says it takes a lifetime to make a house a home. <laughs> okay. Uh, but we're hoping for fall. Mm-hmm. And the last time you were in here, you all were talking about getting some people together, uh, offering some hot dogs, uh, beer to those who can drink beer, <laughs> as well as some other things. Yeah, we're going to have a party, uh, a big old party when we uh, get it closed in, kind of celebrate, you know, just the spirit that went into to community and building and, and just, yeah, just, yeah, it's just, that, I guess where I'm at. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Celebrate community and, and, and new friendships and, and bonds and and um, reflecting upon, you know, the, the mistakes and successes therein, you know, because there's been parts of like, oh, man, well, I like that now. Yeah. <laughs> that looks a little bit better. You know, I like so. that the tiny house is three and a half feet yeah, tall. It, it looks, looks like it's trying to stand up to its neighbors. Right. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> People have been walking by, though. Oh, wow, your tiny house is huge. Yeah, really? (laughs) (laughs) Well, huge in its spirit Mm -hmm. and hopefully huge in its impact as well. Ricky Watts and Duane Tiggs are the couple behind the Benton Park West Tiny House Project. Thank you so much for taking the time to come back in to talk with us today. Thanks for having us. Thank you. This episode was produced by Maya Norfleet. Our audio engineer is Aaron Doerr. This podcast was mixed and edited by Aaron. Our executive producer is Alex Hoyer. St. Louis on the Air is a production of St. Louis Public Radio. Understanding starts here. St. Louis on the Air proudly supports local artists by using music from Life Creative Group. Do you find yourself regularly listening to episodes of St. Louis on the Air? Suggest us to a friend you think might enjoy our conversations. And leave us a review and rating on Apple Podcasts on the App Store. It's the simplest way to help people discover our show. Thank you. St. Louis Public Radio is a member-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to conservation and careful management of the state's forests to make them more resilient and better habitats for wildlife. Choosewood.com.